0: The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Yankees Week in Review. Listen in throughout the baseball season as we will go over the week that was for the New York Yankees. We'll talk about what went right, what went wrong this week, this day in Yankees history, Yankees birthdays, and predictions of what the Bronx Bomber's record will be at the end of the upcoming week. It's 1420 Yankees Week in Review, the Yankee Tavern North. Brought to you by SeatGeek. Put on your pinstripe, grab a beer, and let's get in. All right, the 1420 Yankee Week in Review. And what a week it was. We'll get that in half a second. But first of all, uh, today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code. 1420pod at seatgeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Uh, get some baseball tickets or for the upcoming season, show tickets, concert tickets, whatever you want for your holiday season over there at seatgeek.com. Use promo code 1420pod at seatgeek.com today. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to bellyupsports.com for all their great, uh, great articles. Other podcasts that are on there. We we'll get some great news from Belly Up a little earlier on today. For here at 1420 World Headquarters, otherwise known as the Yankee Tavern North, and thank you to everybody who listens uh, to our show on a daily basis or watches on uh, YouTube. We appreciate all the support we get from everybody out there in uh, radio land, YouTube land, podcast land, whatever it is you, uh, however you get us in your ears on a daily basis. Well, Brian Cash. Cashman has partially redeemed himself. He went out and he got the big free, well, I wouldn't say the free agent fish. He went out and got the uh, the, the uh, fish that's going to be a free agent next year. It might be a for a one-year deal, but he went out and got uh, got himself a hell of a ball player with Juan Soto, a trade that they made with the San Diego Padres, something that kind of left the table, got, kind of got brought off uh, about this time last week. It didn't look like what's going to happen, but Cashman went out and got it done. The deal kind of sorts out. Everybody's kind of heard it already, but we'll just go through it one last time. Uh, Soto and Trent Grisham, who's a very good uh, defensive center fielder, a Gold Glove kind of center center fielder. Not sure where he's going to play now, but that's a, another story for another day. We'll worry about that later. For Michael King, Johnny Brito, uh, Randy Vizquez, uh, who else was on there? Kyle Higashioka, Higashioka and uh, minor league pitcher, who's supposed to be a real stud. Drew Thorpe. Uh, that one kind of kind of stings a little bit, but prospects are just prospects, as we always say. Uh, you know, prospects are. Are cool, but rings are cooler. One of those things with uh, Thorpe, but he was uh, projected to be a pitcher in a couple years. But you never know what he might get, and you got to give something to get something. And uh, Cashin went out and did that with this trade and with. Uh with Soto, there they got they got the keys to a Ferrari for one year and see what they can do and see if maybe they can uh, see what they got, kind of coddle his nuts a little bit and see if they can sign him long term. Uh, that that deal is going to be a tricky one. We'll see what happens later on today with uh, the Otani thing. Is supposed to be minutes away apparently with the uh, him going to the Blue Jays. All signs are going that that could change. Who knows? then, but the, the Yankees might or the the Blue Jays might talk a little too much between now and then. The deal might get uh, get get uh, thrown away. But you never know with the Otani sweepstakes. And if the Jays get him, great. But this isn't a blue jays uh, podcast today it's all about the new york yankees and getting soto and they got a guy who's arguably going to be one of the best players to ever play the game if he can stay healthy and on and on but his metrics and metrics are all bs as uh, my friend over to the fan of the van says batting average home runs rbis those the ones that matter and those the ones that matter to me as well but with Soto, you got a guy who can hit and a guy who gets on base he uh, he walks a lot and so that's going to really help a guy like aaron judge boost his numbers and they're you think about that lineup now, it's kind of going to look like the, uh, the old four, Boston Red Sox with uh, Manny Ramirez and big uh, Pappy David Ortiz was something that Stanton and Judge were supposed to be for, for such a long time, but with the uh, problems that that, uh, that uh, Giancarlo Stanton has not being able to hit the baseball anymore and not be able to get on base anymore, uh, now you have a Soto-Judge 2-3 uh, in the lineup, we'll get to the projected lineup in a second here, but you have two guys who uh, get, are going to see a lot more pitches because one is so one is so great, and it's going to do nothing but help that, that Yankees lineup 100% for one year, and that one year, uh, you you, you, you wonder why Cashman would have went out and did this. You wonder why he would have uh, went out and, uh, you know, made some deals with some prospects. It's usually they hang on to prospects for far too long and hang on to guys who are, who are on the brink far too long. You remember the Clint Fraser situation that they uh, didn't get anybody in, Miguel Andujar, and, and on it goes held on to those guys, so he went out and he made this deal, he got rid of a lot of guys, and then he made some other another deal with Verdugo, getting him uh, over uh, on you know, Monday night, I think that deal went through uh, we'll get to that one in a second too, because I'm not a big Verdugo fan, and it turns out some other guys aren't either, so maybe I wasn't wrong about the guy, but we'll get to that in half a second but the thing about uh, getting a guy like Soto, you can you can, uh, woo him a little bit to so all the glory that is being a, a New York Yankee, you can woo him a little bit to say, okay, here's what we can offer here's what we got, and then they'll know what he'll, he'll be looking for because they'll be around him the most and maybe they can get in, in Boris's ear a little bit as he's, he's a Boris client and usually Boris clients don't sign ahead of time but at the end of the day, the uh, the client uh, works for the player, right? So maybe Soto if he can get wooed and uh, champagne and everything else, wined and dined the whole bit, you never know for a year, he might say, you know what? I like it here. Why not sign a contract here long term and get something done? Because the thing is with, with Soto, he's only 25 years old and he's uh, in a he's not even in the prime of his career. Like, uh, usually in baseball players, the prime of their career is 28 to Thirty-one years old, and that's when the decline starts happening. And that's one thing I like about this this deal. I, I like the Cashman we went out and did it. And I think it was to um, Steinbrenner's a bit of a prodding because Steinbrenner has a, a situation. we've got a couple of uh, he's got a couple of thoroughbreds waiting right, uh, waiting to go in the tank there, or in the, at Yankee Stadium, they're in the pen waiting to go with Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge, who are, are long-term deals, spending a lot of money on those guys and not getting much in return. So they went out and made that deal for for Soto, saying, "Okay, you know what? We're we're serious about winning this year." Here, and we're going to go out and do something. If it's a one-year deal and it happens, great. Fantastic. And if if uh, Soto moves on, I'm not saying the Yankees are by any means a uh, World Series contender right now. They're not because they have some, some other holes to fill, obviously, with uh, – with their pitching staff, but now with their payroll at 290 million dollars, you know that, that uh, Steinbrenner is going to say, "You know what? We have these guys. Let's let's not waste uh, how many years of uh, of uh, of control that we have over these guys. because We want to make sure they win." Judges on his last contract of, of his of his career, no matter what. And then Cole, he'll, he has the opt-out clause. He's got to come back. It's a lot. It's a lot of lawyers speak with the, when it comes to the, the Cole contract. But yeah, they have his, his two generational talents in that lineup, and you have some other players who are, are very good baseball players. And Stanton, if he can get out of his own Way a little bit. You never know what could might happen there. But uh, you're going out and get a guy like Soto means that they're serious about getting something done, and they're serious about winning this year. And so now, you, now you wonder what the next step is with now that you have Soto in that lineup. The next step is you got to go get some pitching because last year that was kind of their Achilles heel. Because not right now uh, the, the pitching's the same as it was this time last year. Let's not let's not sugarcoat this. Let's not say this team's a, a World Series contender all of a sudden because they got a guy hitting in the two hole that gets on base a lot and hits a lot of home runs. You know and left-handed bat at that, the short porch but let's let's not kid ourselves here the Yankees are still in the same predicament that they were this time last year but now they are committed 100% to spending more money the problem that they they, not the problem the situation that the Yankees have so it's a problem and a situation the situation the Yankees have now is by going out and getting Soto and going out and getting Verdugo they made some deals that they don't have a a lot of uh, prospects in the cupboard like, the pool is pretty empty now, and it's one of those things. So now they're going to be forced to probably go and, and overpay for a free agent because everybody knows, you know what, You here's your team – or the free agent pitchers are going to say, here you go, because – you you want to win? I'll, I'll come and help you. Do they go out and get a a Blake Snell? Do they go out and get bring back Jordan Montgomery, which they're going to have to overpay this year? They should have just kept him around two years ago and not and not went and got Harrison Bader. But that's a, you can't say you can't look in the past when it comes to this. So you, the Yankees are have a situation now where they don't have a lot of prospects to trade because there are some guys on the on in Major League Baseball looking to uh, to unload some some pitchers. You look at the the Milwaukee Milwaukee Brewers looking to get rid of uh, Corbin Burns. He's only a fourteen million dollar guy. Guy, but he's got two years of control left this year and next year and the 24 and 25 season so the brewers are going to want something in return uh what is in the prospect pool the yankees have yeah there's a lot of players and who knows what they might have you got another guy dylan Cease, with the uh, chicago Ch- chicago white Sox, and the white Sox are in full full breakdown mode they're in full full sell rebuild the whole bit and he's only 8.3 million bucks this year they go out and get him but what's it left in the play in in the uh, in the prospect pool Not a whole bunch. So they're going to have to go out and overspend. But the thing is, you go out and get the Yamamoto guy from Japan who's looking at signing either with the Mets or the Yankees, from what I've read. And so there's a guy right there that will help out. Your pitching staff, which you have right now, as as of this moment, you have Garrett Cole and a bunch of who knows. That's what you have. You, yeah, that's all you have, Nestor Cortez. You don't know what you're getting with him. Apparently, he was I was listening to something earlier on that uh, he he's pitching right now off the mound again. Uh, you, you just don't know what you're going to get out of him. I just don't see how they're going to how you can rely on him a whole bunch. Rodon, you don't know what you're going to get out of him. He's going to have a bounce back here, and if he if he's uh, if he's Seven seven tenths of what he's supposed to be, then they'll they'll be okay. But they have to, that right now. It's who knows. So they're going to have to over overspend and go get Yamamoto and, and the Steinbrenners and the Yankees. They're they're committed to spending, and I think it's, it's it has to happen because why else would they make this deal? Why else would they make this deal for a one year guy? Give up prospects, give up a, a pitching prospect that they had, and everything else. It, it wouldn't make sense to not go for it now. And I think you're going to see the Yankees, uh, you know, be, going back to being the old evil empire and spending over every, everybody else and and buying championships or trying to buy championships, which rarely works, but they they have these guys. They're committed to these guys, so they're probably going to end up doing that. And it's it's uh it's too bad for for a lot of Yankee fans. Like I don't care if they win or lose. Let's say if they win or lose. Uh, if they if they buy a championship, I'd rather see them build something like they, they were trying in once again 2017. I wish that team would have won a World Series because that was homegrown talent with a few free agents here and there uh, and a couple of trades at the deadline. But if they they end up winning one, or if they end up going to a World Series, or winning a getting to the World Series even would be a, a bonus for me. And having a, a guy like Juan Soto on the team, it would help. And the guy is a generational talent. You hate throwing that term out as much as they are, but he is a very, very, very good player. He's gonna add a lot of flash. He's gonna add a little bit of swagger to that team. And it's going to help the Yankees uh become something and get a little bit of identity back because they they took a kick in the pills all season last year, 82 and 80. That just don't cut it anywhere. I don't I, I don't care what team you are, you don't want to finish 82 and 80. You'd rather finish 60 and 102. Because having that kind of a record gets you nowhere. Mediocrity breeds, breeds mediocrity, and that's what the Yankees are until they went and got Soto uh, the other day. So now they're a much better baseball team. The lineup's going to be be much better. Because you think back in uh, when when Judge hit his uh, 62 home run season in 2022, uh, he didn't really have anybody hitting around him. Like he was seeing a lot of pitches. He was he was like, being pitched around a little bit, but he didn't have anybody uh, to, at Soto's uh, at Soto's level. Uh, in front of him, obviously, to uh, to pitch. So they weren't pitching around Judge. So he, he's going to see a lot more pitches this year because they're not going to keep walking, guys. Rizzo, if, if Rizzo can stay healthy, he'll see some more pitches in the four-hole. Uh, okay, we'll go to the projected lineup right now. Um, here's what I read today on uh, Bob Nightingale. I think put it out there. was So LeMahieu uh, hitting first, Soto two. Uh, Judge going to move down to the three-hole. Rizzo at four, but his health and his concussion that hasn't been really helpful, So that gets a little bit worrisome as we get closer to Christmas. You don't know if, if Rizzo's going to be that guy in the lineup, or if he's going to be able to play once it's all said and done. Stanton, we talked with him earlier on. He's projected to be in the, in the five. Uh, Glyber Torres is going to s- sit at six. I suspect that they're going to keep him. They're not going to trade him, I wouldn't think, but unless they can get a big-time pitcher, you just never know. But I think they, they keep Glyber Torres because he was one of their their biggest producers. Verdugo, we'll get to him in a second. He's going to hit uh, seven. Uh, Volpening Day, Anthony Volpe, gold glove winner It's at, at shortstop. He had a better season than I thought he's going to have last year. He's going to be hitting ninth, and then the catching platoon is going to be uh, probably Trevino is going to be, be the guy because they did get rid of Higashioka, a little 14-20 tip of the cap to Kyle Higashioka who's been in the uh, the uh, Yankees organization since 2009 which uh, is a long time, he's drafted by the Yankees and everything else so for his years of service and sticking around but now he's going back he's a California kid so he's going back home so that's good for uh, Kyle Higashioka it's going to get time to play a little bit more uh, the Yankees were trying to find a way to, to push him out uh, because to give uh, Austin Wells a little more, more time behind the plate a little more time catching because they the Yankees really believe in him and he's, he's on the cheap right one of those things because they you, you can't have 20 million dollar players in every position you can't even have five million dollar players in every position when you're paying you're paying three and four guys 30 30 to 40 million bucks so it's one of those things so they're, they're going to have a much better lineup judge is going to see a lot more pitches Soto's going to going to get get on base a lot it's going to help rizzo get on base because they're, they're not going to want to pitch around him this is nothing but a positive for one season For one season, for sure, this is 100% a positive on the offensive side of the the game. They're they're going to put up runs you're going to see Soto hit a whole bunch of home runs to section 203 up in the bleachers he's a left-handed bat in a short porch you're going to see him hit some laser beams out there this guy can flat out hit he's a great big kid for I can say kid because I'm almost 50 right so he's a great big kid feeds at 25 he's got some swagger and he's going to bring a lot to that locker room now, okay let's get, the, let's get to the elephant in the room a little bit this Verdugo guy I'm not a fan of his whatsoever and I was doing a little research today before the show uh, about this Verdugo character and it turns out no one really likes This guy, uh, the Boston Red Sox and their fan base was happy to see him go. He had a lot of run ins last the last couple years with uh with uh cora in, in uh with the manager out there in boston uh it didn't turn out well for him he was they were more than happy to see him go management offered to him even though they had a year left he was one of their one of their better hitters they weren't going to win this year so they got rid of this is how that works but no one really likes this guy uh and the, the, the telltale sign was back when he in 2000 2017 during the playoffs Kurt clayton kershaw when verdugo was with the dodgers because that's who originally drafted him Verdugo or Kershaw went to management and said, Get this guy out of the locker room. Get him out of here. No one likes him. He's a headache. So he's gotta go. So he's a bit of a headache. He's a bit of a cancer. But he's going into a locker room where Judge is the captain, Judge is the king. I hate you using that term. You guys know I do about a, a captain in baseball, but judge is the guy to say, listen, dude, this is not how we do things here in New York. Shave your face, get rid of your grill, get rid of your all your chains and everything else, and the way you talk and the way you and on and on. The guy can play. The guy can play. He's not going to be expected to be the big dog there in New York. So if he just keeps his yap shut, when you get to a point in your age, I, I trust me, I know. I know. I talk for a living. I talk all the time. But when you get to a point in your age, that this is who you are. You don't gotta tell people who you are every day because they already know. And I, I there's something about this guy that I don't like, but hopefully when he comes into New York, it's like it's, it's our way or, or the highway. See you later. If you don't like it, we'll trade you right now. I actually thought he was going to be part of the uh, of the trade to um to San Diego. I thought that's why the Yankees originally got him because now the outfield's a little bit full and there's no way to get, get guys in line from everything else. But uh, I thought they were getting, that's I thought that, that's why they originally got Verdugo, but apparently he's sticking around, so if he can just keep his yap shut and do things properly, do things the Yankee way. I hate using that term because the Yankee way hasn't done anything for a long time. 14, 14 years with, with one one championship. 14 years and one appearance in the World Series. Okay? So let's not say the Yankee way is the only way. But this Verdugo character, watch out for him. I don't like the guy. and I think it's true colors are going to come out about two, three weeks in a season when he's not getting any of the flash and dash or at-bats, or in the lineup, wherever he's going to be. So look out for Verdugo. I'm not a fan of him. Karshaw didn't like him, and it turns out the Boston, Boston Red Sox fans didn't like him. And if Red Sox fans don't like one of their own guys, he he can't be that that good of a person. They they didn't they didn't want him around. Nobody was nobody was upset about him leaving. So just watch out. Just watch where you sometimes buyer beware. And I think that's what the Yankees got with with uh, with Verdugo. I I hope I'm wrong, but I think that's what they got with Verdugo. One of those things. So no, it was a it's a Christmas present come early. There's no doubt about that. For uh, getting getting Soto, I thought the deal was was uh, was off the tables. But getting a guy like Soto, he's going to help this team. But they still need a lot of pitching. Go out and get a Burns. Do you, do you go out and get Dylan Cease, like I said, or do you have to? Overpay uh, for for uh, it's probably going to be an overpay for a free agent. That's the way I see that that going. And it's going to be a Blake Snell who's another bit of a nozzle. But rumored it has that it he's going back to his hometown of Seattle. So you just wonder how that's all going to turn out. I hope to see Montgomery come back. He had a great resurgence with the Texas Rangers. Won the World Series last year. Uh, the Rangers had it. Are, are he's not going back to Rangers because they had to dump a bunch of salary TV deals and everything that are, that are going up. But uh, one of those deals, money and finances, stuff, stuff that uh, isn't fun. But it's uh, hot stove season. Uh, It's trade season, free agent season in baseball. So you're going to see numbers and everything else. Um, It's going to be interesting to see what Otani gets. We'll get into that thing right now. Otani was supposed to sign with the Jays. Like I said uh, earlier on, it's 1257 Mountain Standard Time. Right now, so I held off as long as I could because I didn't want to get halfway through the uh, halfway through the show today. And then the Otani news came out, so if Otani gets signed tonight, I might go live and do something uh, something right off the bat later on uh, today. But we will see what happens with that. It's going to be a big deal here in Toronto. There's all kinds of rumors and speculation, and and uh, press conferences being called and everything else. But there's nothing official as of as of right now. I heard something about uh, Kakuchi is there with his family in uh, in in Toronto as well, so that might be a telltale sign because he's usually not there oh another thing with uh, this yamamoto guy character signing uh rumor has it that uh oh what the heck's his name i forget it we'll, we'll talk about that later but uh there's a tanaka had a lot of uh, a lot to do with saying he'd go go play for the yankees and they, and they, they listen to the guy a lot with tanaka and uh, hideki matsui as well so that that's going to help get uh, yamamoto to the yankees uh, uh to sign maybe a three or three or four year deal. It's going to be a it's going to be a $25 million guy. Let's not kid ourselves. There's a lot of money that's going to be tied up with with the Yankees there, but they got to go for it. They got two guys in Judge and they got another guy in Cole where they've, they've paid a lot of money for it and haven't got much in return. And Steinbrenner with that big, uh, the, the big expose he was going to have all, all it was, you know, all we got to do is go and spend some money and see what we can do because the way we've been trying to do it for the last 14 years hasn't worked. Uh, people are going to complain about the Yankees overspending and everything else, but you know what? They can spend a lot of money for a lot of years and didn't do a damn thing. So let's not, uh, let's not throw uh, Steinbrenners to the woodshed yet. Cause every team, every team who does it is uh, spending money and they're, they're, uh, they're doing the same. Thing and no one's complaining that much about the uh fourth and payroll uh Texas Rangemen in World Series, so it's one of those things. It's gonna be fun to be a Yankee fan come spring training, see how this all turns out. The two headed monster of Judge and Soto, I uh, got the over under set at uh, let's say 98 home runs between the two of them. Let's say 98 home runs between the two of them next season, then whatever's whatever like whatever you find out, whatever uh Otani gets. That's where the bar is going to be set for Soto next offseason. Like, like this time next season or ne- ne- next year, that's what Soto is going to end up. Uh, that's when that, that deal is going to happen. Because he, he, I hope maybe he gets something done in, in, during the season with the Yankees, but to, it's, hard, it's hard to see anyways. There's a 14-20 uh, Yankee week or day in, in review. It's a good week to be a Yankee fan. Look out for Verdugo. I don't like the guy. I hope he proves me wrong. And cheers to getting uh, Soto in the Yankees lineup at least for one season in pinstripes in the Bronx. Here's a word from our sponsors and a Christmas greeting from our friends over there at SeatGeek. Give Santa and his elves a break from the grind this Christmas season and ask for tickets from SeatGeek. SeatGeek has tickets for shows, concerts, and sporting events from around the globe. And by using promo code 1420POD, you will save $20 on tickets. Tickets make for great stocking stuffers and gifts, so get go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app for all your ticket needs this holiday season, and use promo code ONE FOUR TWO ZERO POD today for your Christmas ticket. There it is, fourteen twenty. Uh, P.O.D. for your uh, twenty bucks off for tickets over there at Geek uh, for the holiday season. And get uh, start buying your tickets for next year too. There's gonna be a lot of a lot of seats going pretty quick out there in New York City to watch that set, two-headed monster of Soto and Judge. And I, 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 you know, I, we we don't don't talk with Rizzo a lot. I, I quite like him, and I, I hope his concussion issues are behind him because that's a it's a tricky thing. We talked about it a little bit in the past with other uh, other athletes how they they've kind of just disappeared because of the concussions, and uh, you you hope for their health to be uh, the most of importance, and that's number one because that's what we've learned about about CTE and uh, concussions, and everything else. It's a, it's a scary thing to think he played for as long as he did, he did uh, after his collision there uh, with Tatis Jr. Actually, with San Diego. That uh, you, you hope that um, there wasn't more long term damage done. It's been pretty quiet on, on the Rizzo front, but uh, you just hope that he's okay and can get back playing first base. He's a hell of a first base when He can't do he, he can do nothing but but help the Yankees and help them get for that uh, that uh, back to the World Championship again. There, so it's one. Here's a fourteen. 20 uh tip of the cap to Anthony Rizzo. So hopefully hopefully something happens there on that front. Pretty soon we get some, some good news about Rizzo. Anyways, let's do this. Uh on this day in 1966. The New York Yankees traded Roger Maris's St. Louis Cardinals for infielder Charlie Smith in his seven years with the Yankees. Maris hit 203 home runs and had 547 RBIs and a batting average of uh, 265. Maris's best year as a Yankee was in 1961 when he broke Babe Ruth's home run record of 60 with 61 round trippers of his own and 141 RBIs, both career highs saw him win his second consecutive MVP award. Maris would play two seasons in uh, St. Louis before the tri- or after the trade from the Yankees hitting 14 home runs of 100 RBIs and a 258 batting average. Maris's number 9 was retired by the Yankees in 1984 and he also has a plaque in Monument Park. Maris passed away at the age of 51 in in Houston, Texas of um, new Hopkins lymphoma. And was buried in Fargo, North, North Dakota. At all-time Yankee great, the number nine, Roger Maris. There he is. A tip of the cap to him, uh, coming out of the dugout and everything else. The uh, 61 and 61. And if you, if you haven't seen that uh, that Billy Crystal documentary, if you're not a, uh, not a doc, it's a movie about uh, the Roger Maris home run chase of 61. Make sure you watch that. And you don't have to be a Yankee fan. If you're just a, uh, a sports fan or a baseball fan, make sure you check that one out. If you haven't already, it's a, it's a great movie. A little humor in there and everything else. It kind of shows what a, a bit of a dog that uh, we all knew mickey mantle was but it was it's a great movie it's a great it's a great watch for sure so make sure you check that one out and what do we got here happy 55th birthday to mike Musina, born on this day in the home of little league baseball williamsport pennsylvania Musina was drafted twice by the baltimore Orioles, first out of high school 11th round and then the first round the 20th overall in 1990 out of stanford university Musina made his major league debut on august 4th 1991 in front of 41,059 people at uh, Comiskey Park in Chicago going seven, two-thirds, giving up four hits, walking four. His only blemish that day was a solo home run in the sixth to Frank Thomas. Mussina signed with the Yankees in December of 2000 and uh, pitched there for eight seasons. Mussina's shining moment as a Yankee came in game seven of 2003 ALCS versus Boston when he came in to the game and relieved Roger Clemens to stop the bleeding a little bit in the fourth inning and gave the Yankees a chance of coming back. He puts three scoreless innings out of the bullpen. Is eight years with the Yankees, 147-81 uh, and 81 record, 3.53RA, 12 complete games, eight shutouts, 1,278 strikeouts in tw- 1,553 innings. Mike Mussina, the only reason why Aaron Boone is the manager today of the New York Yankees is because Musina came in, stopped the bleeding in 2003 and gave Aaron Boone the opportunity to hit that home run off of Tim Wakefield in the bottom 11th inning of the 2003 NLC or ALCS. Put that one in the bank. I that and that's a guarantee right from 1420 world headquarters. It cut you heard it here first without Mike Musina. There is no Aaron Boone. So maybe blame, blame you see that. No, I'm a Boone guy. I, I don't think Boone does a bad job. Anyways, uh, we've got some great news uh, earlier on about half an hour before we uh, we started recording here. I'm uh, on one of the, uh, the 1420 podcast and uh, we, we are the uh, one of the we're voted uh, or been nominated for the uh, one of the creators of the year across the network that uh, goes with uh, writers, uh, podcasters, video guys, and everything else. So we've been nominated for for one of the four uh, creators of the year for, for Belly Up, uh, the Belly Up Network. So kind of proud here, a little proud moment for all the hard work that everybody puts in behind the scenes here and all everything that we do here at fourteen twenty and everybody who listens and on and on. So thank you very much to Belly Up Sports for the nomination for that, and uh, it's an honor to be nominated. One of those things. Uh, who, who am I kidding? I want to win. You want to win. Get that title or whatever the, the, the prize is or trophy or pat in the back. Remember, pat in the back is only three feet from a kick in the ass. There it is. There's a, Thank you very much to Belly Up Sports, obviously, for all the help that they give us throughout the year and uh, on and on and on so, and So make sure you check out the show me and Dave did last night. It was a little, a little lower key last night than usual, but we still had some laughs. And I was on uh, the corner booth podcast. We did a lot of football talk, talked to some, a little bit of baseball. Uh, so check to Jared and the guys over at the Corner Booth Podcast. A lot of fun recording with them last night. Uh, but uh, make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. And on and on it goes. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got today. Remember, it doesn't matter where you are; it's who you're with. And actually, I'm supposed to say uh, baseball. You know what? Smart people bunt. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast four beer, the sports talk, and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.